Well, it's 2024, and as they say, new year, new you, I suppose. So what's a better way to start off the new year than going on a trip or planning a trip? Yeah. And what's the easiest way to take this trip that you just decided to take? You're welcome. Head over to our friends at Zip Travel Company, and they will help you plan this trip. So not only will they help you plan your trip, it's also no cost to you. They'll help you plan your itinerary. Mm-hmm. They'll also look for deals for you. So when you book, if there's discounts that happen later on or anything else that can save you money, they will actually help you do that so you can save money and they will look out for deals for you all the time. Because let's face it, it can be confusing to book a trip to uh, Orlando or anywhere else in the world. So these travel experts will help you plan your trip, guide you through the whole process, and it's completely free. If you head on over to travelwithzip.com, there's a form there you can fill out. They will get in touch with you. Just let them know whatever plans you have or if you're just looking for deals, they'll also let you know that as well. And on top of that, if you do book a trip through this link, travelwithzip.com, and because you're a listener of the show, we'll give you some goodies as well. So Zip will leave you a goodie bag at your hotel, which sometimes we even get those, which is always a great thing to have on your trip. But we'll also give you a free t-shirt and you'll get $10 in shop credit that you can use for CTM Apparel or 1901 Candle Company products as well. So go to travelwithzip.com to book your trip today. everybody and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, I've got another question for you. Okay. I already asked you one. I asked you how you were. That's true. You did. Here's the second one. Okay. Um, so if you could do anything, just one thing at Universal Orlando, Universal Studios, Florida, what would you do? It doesn't, it could be a ride, eat something, drink something, meet someone, et cetera. Like what would you, if you could pick one thing, like you just go in to do one thing and leave, what would it like be? Like I walked into the park and you can choose one just thing one and thing. that's it. Like just, yeah. Uh, both parks, Islands of Adventure. Yeah, yeah. The Universal Studios side, what, what would you do? Uh, ride Transformers, I guess. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird, I don't know. I wasn't prepared. Maybe go into Diagon Alley and get a drink or maybe... Green gods? I don't know. I mean, that's a t- one thing is tough there. I don't know. I suppose going to Diagon Alley, walk around, and ride green gods. Okay. What about island side? Uh, island side. Um, I would ride Flight of the Hippogriff with our daughter. That's what I would do. Oh, she loves that's riding. sweet. Yeah. What about what about you on both? So I would. Okay, lately I've been really hyping up this show because I think it's amazing. On the Universal Studios side, I would go watch the Bourne Spectacular. That's a good one. We did well. We went and watched that. Love that show. We went and saw that. uh, Was it last week? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah, we love. Well, I I don't know. I love. It's a good show. Okay, so I've been really hyping it up lately because I feel like the physical effects, the special effects, the 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 everything like is just so timed perfectly, and the acting isn't like. I mean, it's it's a theme park acting, it's, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, it's but, a stunt show. It's a, yeah, you're not expecting like Oscar caliber. Yeah, but like it's so good, and like everybody claps really hard. 
at the end because <laughs> they're like, oh, I was entertained. Yeah, um, this is true. I don't know. Like I just lately, I've just been really liking that show. So I'd say that one right now. You know, the only thing I don't like about that show is at the very end of it. You know, and he you bored and he shoots, he shoots the, the gun, gun in the air. And I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, okay, that's, that's a little it. silly. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay though. <laughs> um, and then on the island side, I'd ha- I I gotta ride Hagrid's. Oh, I forgot about Hagrid's. That's I'm, my favorite. See, almost, I changed mine. Hagrid's. Yeah, obviously Hagrid's. Overriding with our daughter. Well, okay. Jared. Okay, I'll squeeze in both. I'll squeeze in both. Okay. All right. Well, um, today on today's episode, we're going to talk about some news we have, but we're also going to talk about doing the, we're going to do the S tier thing we did like we did last episode it's a tier list tier list whatever it is you call it an s tier well there's an s tier in the tier list okay (laughs) sorry we're gonna do a tier (laughs) list for uh, islands of adventure attractions which we got a little bit of flack for our universal studios one so many people were upset with our choices some people were very upset most of it on social media as one may guess yes because i think part of it too the fun part about doing the tier list stuff is like the discussion that goes into it yeah and like when you just i think the the reel that i had made and we put it on social media was it was just what we the final results we just reviewed it yeah yeah, there's no context so it's like people were mostly mad about where we put et yes they. but i think (laughs) i had et higher than you did and our list was a compromise yes so i think I think if people heard us out, they might understand our reasoning. But I get it. Yeah. Like I feel like ET is like we don't hate ET. No, it just ended up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people weren't happy. So we'll see if they're happy with this one. Who knows? Yeah. So we're gonna do that. Uh, but before we do that, we want to mention that if you haven't already checked out Club Thirty Two, you should definitely do that. Yes, and that it's basically like our own version of our Patreon, where we have additional content. So we have uh, Cool Kids Kitchen, which is a we are excuse me a monthly live stream, which we just did one on Friday, and we made the mushroom risotto that is over at Festival of the Arts over at Epcot, and uh, we made that turn, turned out pretty well. It's always it a good delicious. time to hang out. Yeah. We have the Club Thirty Two show, which we do a live stream every Tuesday, and we just hang out and chat with everybody about whatever whatever people want to talk about and whatever comes up. Uh, there's the Club 32 Speakeasy. There's 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. You also have a private podcast feed. There is a private Discord, a private Facebook group, all sorts of things. So if you want to check it out, go to ctmvip.com. We have monthly or yearly options, and you can even do a free trial if you want to just try it out. And we do live streams from the parks as well when we're there, room tours and things like that. So yet again, ctmvip.com. And if you want to support the show, that's the, you know that's the best way to do it outside some you know buying some shirts and candles if you're just wanting to directly support us some people ask that's the best way to do it so there you go okay and also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review if you wouldn't mind please please okay so let's get to the news we got a couple stories here the first one is uh the annual pass holder float riding registration went out to annual pass holders on january 18th Yes, so float riding is a perk for pass holders in which they can ride on one of the Mardi Gras parade floats and throw beads to uh, guests on the on the streets, watching guests, things like that. Uh, and we actually did get a, a reservation. We did. We got some re- reservation for... Um, I actually got for, for the four of us, for um, us and our two kids. 
And um, unfortunately, I looked and our son is not quite tall enough. So my mom is going to stay with him. And then it's the first year our daughter is going to be able to throw beads in the parade. So she's she's pretty excited. She's pretty excited. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now, there is a virtual queue it is open every day for AP guests for day of riding, but it is very limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check in or go to the check in area for float riders and check if anyone that has signed up didn't show up. You might get lucky, but your best bet is you're able to do it ahead of time yeah i mean people will tell you um over social media they'll say that i was able to ride the float numerous times over the festival and so i mean you could get lucky multiple times and there's a lot of people that don't show up or don't make their check-in time so um it definitely get over there and we'll talk more about that when we do our review of the mardi gras festival in a couple weeks so but we did throw them last year and it was a lot of fun it was amazing. It's actually one of the best times like I recall having like it was it was a really good time. Yeah, Way really more fun. fun than I kind of thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised too. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on to the next one we're going to talk about. Uh, the Universal, they announced the concert lineup for the Mardi Gras Festival. They did. So they got some. Here, here it is. On February 3rd, we have Walker Hayes, which I think I think he's a country guy. I believe so. I believe so. I, I think believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. February 10th, the All-American Rejects, which funny story, I won't go into the very long details of it, but I did have a phone conversation one time with the lead singer because my friend knew him and he told him I didn't like some of their songs and he asked me about it. True story. True story. I will go into that one day, but it's, <laughs> it's a very long convoluted story that ends in me telling the lead singer of American Rejects I didn't like some of their stuff. But anyways. Nice. I won't do that this time. Uh, February 17th, there's Ellie King. February 18th, Casey and the Sunshine Band. February 24th, we have Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, March 2nd, DJ Khalid. I was surprised to hear that one. Okay. March mm-hmm. 9th, we have Ava Max. March 10th, Queen Latifah. March 16th is Louis Fonzi. And March 17th is Zed. One thing to mention, this was released whenever, let's see, it's released oh, like a week ago. And since then, I think it's just L King. Is it L King or is it Ellie King? I always see L, I mean, it's E L L E. Yeah. I always think it's okay. Ellie. Okay. It's Rob Schneider's daughter. Um, oh. She has been replaced by Nessa Barrett. Didn't she get in trouble? She. Yes, she w- performed in the like Dolly Parton tribute that was mm-hmm. going on. I think it was a few days ago, a week ago, and came out completely drunk. Oh, uh, forgot lyrics, yelled at the crowd, like very not so good. You don't disrespect Dolly Parton like that. She's been so Universal was like, okay, bye bye. <laughs> so you've been, you've been we're gonna we're gonna replace you. So anyway, Nessa Barrett is the one that replaced her okay this is every saturday by the way um from the february 3rd until uh, march 17th so like there's a couple weeks in there where there's no concert um during the festival not a lot not a few not a lot of weeks but basically the busiest time of the year during like um spring break in there mm-hmm. not not a lot of not not a the concert series going on so the one that's interesting is dj Khalid because most of his stuff from what I remember I used to listen to a lot more hip-hop than I do now I believe he always did stuff with other rappers I don't know how much stuff he does like on his own I don't know I don't know I mean I, he has performed before I'm, I mean I'm sure he has I don't uh, know. but this goes on like I said every Saturday uh, during the festival except for a few weeks and then it's, it's 830 so yeah okay yeah there you go well, I mean there's some pretty good names in there yeah for sure for sure 
Um, all right. So let's move on to the next story, which is the Cursed Coconut Club is returning. And APs get first access on Friday, February 2nd for a special preview night from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah, so the Cursed Coconut Club is an overlay of the Red Coconut Club, which is there all the time. So they do, you know, they do an overlay for like Christmas and Halloween and things like that. So. And, uh, and also uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, now, this place is very... I guess finicky is the right word because it, it's written out a lot for private events. So it's closed sometimes. You just kind of have to get lucky on, on yeah. almost like go by. Is it open? Is it not? I think it's one of the easiest places you can find to actually rent out space. But usually they rent it out though. They, It depends. I, I guess you could rent out the whole thing. I know some places mm-hmm. like do rent out parts of it, but it's still open to the public. I think it just depends. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's not always open when you're on City Walk, yeah, so it's kind of you got to check. There will be a DJ this night, so if you're an AP and you want to go to the preview night, there will be a DJ there. DJ Khaled. So, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so that is that is going to be overlaid this year as well as getting the preview night for the AP. So there Just we go. Mentioned yeah. that. Uh, and the last thing we'll talk about is the Monster Makeover Boutique is coming soon. Yeah, so in the Five and Dime gift shop to the Horror Makeup Show and the Born Show, they have repurposed a stock room to be a place where you can be transformed into a monster. So it's kind of similar to like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique that you have over in Disney World, mm-hmm. except for this one is you become a monster, which... Uh, assuming, we're assuming. It's <laughs> pretty fun. I mean, actually, it's kind of funny. Like, I guess you can see like you could see Frankensteins and people walking around the park. That'd be kind of cool. We don't really have any other details besides that. It was just a picture. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I don't know Mm -hmm. how much, you know, I'm sure some people will do it. It'd be interesting if it catches on, but yeah. That's not like my cup of tea, but I can see how this would be very popular for sure. It depends on how they do it, I suppose. I think for like, if you're doing it for like little kids, making it sort of fun and more lighthearted, I think. I mean, I'm sure some adults would like to be fully decked out. Yeah. I don't know how much you would want to be decked out, let's say, in like July when mm-hmm. it's really hot. But I think for kids, potentially, this could be something that's really cool. Like if you if it's kind of like kind of look like a monster or ideally, I think if they did it for other characters, not just monsters, would be a good idea. Like face paint of like Optimus Prime or something. I yeah. Think, I think kids would like that. But either way, yeah. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I did want to talk about with the news, actually, uh, this isn't direct, it's not directly about the parks, but it kind of is. Uh, Comcast came out with their fourth quarter earnings report. They did. Um, but the one thing I was just going to mention about Universal Orlando specifically is that compared to, I believe it was last year, the previous quarter, it was their numbers were down. Now they attributed the growth over for um, like Universal Hollywood. Basically, mm-hmm. New Super Nintendo World is basically upping profits everywhere. Yes. In Japan and Hollywood. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that was basically what they said. And they're excited about Epic Universe. So, Well, and I, you know, we talked about this a little bit a couple episodes ago, but I, I'm a little curious as to how 2024 will go with uh, attendance because Epic Universe being so close now. And I think it's going to be lower than... I could see yeah. it because I think a lot of, I mean, for instance, I always kind of think through the lens of like, what would I do? Let's say when we lived, like, like we lived in Missouri still. And we're like planning a trip specifically. I would more likely be like, well, let's just wait until Epic Universe is open. Maybe, yeah. You know, it just yeah. depends. But I, I could see that. So it'd be interesting how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I can tell you. I mean, 
obviously been doing the Epic Universe construction updates, which there'll be another video coming out this week on that because there's some more photos mm -hmm. that dropped. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot more. Uh, you're, you're seeing a lot more of the, I'm not going to say bigger names. But you're seeing a lot more people talking about Epic Universe. Yeah. I think now. And you're going to see yeah. a lot more getting, you know, up until it opens up. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. So, no, I, I knew they had him. I honestly didn't. I haven't had a chance yet to dig into that uh, earnings report yet. So, mm -hmm. I will still do it. If there's anything that is interesting, we'll probably talk about it on the show. But I just, <laughs> I haven't even had a chance to look at it yet. And speaking of Epic Universe, like you were just mentioning, so the next episode will be about Mar the Mardi Gras Festival. But then the one after that, I think, is a really good opportunity to kind of go over everything we know about Epic Universe. Yeah, I think on we, the podcast, we talk about doing that more of like, yeah, what it is. So I'm in a there's another construction update video that's gonna be on the main YouTube channel at Captain Magic. That's just the construction progress up until this point. But I'm gonna plan some other videos. One of the videos I'm going to do is, you know, what is Epic Universe, all the mm -hmm. things we know, like how big is it all the things coming to it that kind of give some background even like how it's even come about because it's kind of yeah. interesting when you see it compared to like even from their you know, when uh, Universal Studios kind of started. So, um, yeah. So we'll talk about that on the show too. Yeah. yeah. Everything is to get you up to speed. And as obviously as it gets closer, I'm sure we'll talk about more and more stuff as sure. Universal eventually confirms things that we know are there, but they just haven't come out and said, Absolutely. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Absolutely. You know, Jamie, they say the sense of smell is the most powerful thing a human being possesses. Do they? I don't know. Okay. I just said that, but I'm going to go with it. Therefore, you want to smell things that smell good. Sure. I would assume. We can help you do that. At 1901 Candle Company, we make candles that smell good, and they're inspired by a lot of the things that you love, like Captain America, Rapunzel, Harry Potter. Loki. He probably smells mischievous, but your house could smell mischievous as well. <laughs> yeah. Wizards brew, which is butterbeer, basically. So mm -hmm. if you don't like butterbeer, your house can smell of it. Sure. Either way, it's a great time. Fall on Main Street. What does Main Street smell like at fall time? Well, there you go. So you got some great scents. And right now we have a great deal going on. So if you buy three candles, you'll get one for free. So again, buy three candles, get one for free. So add four candles to your cart and use the promo code B3G1 and you'll get one of those for free. Plus, that order will qualify for free shipping because anything over $49 gets free shipping as well. Plus, we also have bundles you can build for yourself and sample packs because, obviously, it's hard to know which scents you're going to like without smelling them firsthand. And we have a 1901 Candle Company guarantee. If you don't like your candles, we will work with you to get you a scent that you like so that you are happy. So go to 1901candleco.com today. All right, well, let's get into our tier list for today. So um, to remind you, we did a tier list last episode over the attractions at Universal Studios Florida Park. So if you haven't already listened to that, go listen to that now or after this, whatever you want to do. Um, but it gives a better idea of how this episode will go. So what a uh, tier list is, is basically we take all the attractions in islands of adventure what we're doing today and just categorize them into certain like tiers and certain levels so uh we've got i think there's six levels yes there are indeed six yeah. levels so yeah. there's super or superb that's the s tier s tier there's a ride every time b which is like mid c skippable d someone out there will like it and 
F is just no. So, um, I have already categorized mine. I know, I know I like to do that beforehand just so I'm ready. Jared, I don't think he has. So that's not. just going to go. Well, we also fly. have to come up with one list. So yes, there we're doing is, this together. There is negotiations that yes, take place. Yes. Yes. For sure. So um, he's going to give the attraction. He's going to share the attraction. We're going to categorize it how we compromise on where to put it. And uh, then we can kind of see what we what we think of the attractions. And we kind of state we, we kind of state our case for how yeah. we feel about certain things. So yeah. But if you know us at all and listen to the show, you may have a good idea of where we'll put certain attractions. You don't know so. me. I was kidding. They probably do. They kind of do. All right. Uh, let's do the first one here. Let's go with the hulk okay roller coaster (laughs) so this one is harder for me because i can no longer ride this at all like it hurts my head too much um so i mean i most people that ride it would probably say it's higher on the list Um, where where would you put it when you could ride it though um, when i could ride it i probably would have put it probably like a or B? Because I'm going to rely on you. I've never ridden this. I have no desire to ride this. Roller coasters are not my jam. So I mean, right now, currently, it's a D for me. Right. But that's me. That's my circumstances. So I would say, D, I don't know. I think I think most people that ride it would probably put it at A or B. So at, the, at its peak, did you think it was A? Oh, at, at its peak, it was A. Okay. Right. Yeah. It was, it was like when it opened in 99... 1999 yeah that's right 1900s um it was like the roller coaster 1900s it was the I 1900s it's funny the way that i've never heard it the other way uh all right let's do <laughs> so you put it a is that you put it yeah okay i think i'll put it a okay uh, let's do storm force accelerator now this is one i don't think you've ever ridden this i know i can't yeah so this <laughs> is it's like the tea, it's a teacups ride, but it's kind of a teacups ride on steroids. So obviously teacups ride, you spin, but this one spins an extra, like it's extra spinning on top of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like spinning on spinning. Mm-hmm. So I, I ride this one with the kids. It's all about the sto- storm from the Marvel from franchise. X-Men. From X-Men. Thank you. Yes, the whole thing is Magneto's, and Magneto's doing something and it it's just a way to theme out a, a spinning ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so... The, the pros about this, I mean, it's a simple ride. It's a spinning ride. Mm-hmm. All ages can ride. Obviously, if you get motion sick, not going to be for you. Um, there's usually low weights on this, which is a good thing. Yeah. Which is always a plus. For what it is, um, I mean, I'll put it this way. I wouldn't ride it if it wasn't for our kids. So kids are going to rank this much higher. So I will put it... Um, it's probably like a C or a D. If we're doing this off an adult list, I would put D. Like it's it's obviously kid centric. Mm-hmm. As an looking at this strictly from like wanting to ride it, and you're not, you know, twelve and under something around that. I would say it's a D because again, someone will like it, and most of the time that is kids. Yeah. So or, or teens or something. I mean, yeah. you can go, you can spin a lot, but again, it's 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 just a lot of spinning. Yeah. So. Okay, D. That's fine. All right. Uh, all right, let's do the Dr. Seuss trolley ride. Okay, I I put this one at... Okay, so I put this one at C. 
Uh, the reason I put it at C is because unless you have express, the line can move very slowly, which is kind of a bleh. But I really like writing this because it, you can see great views of Islands of Adventure. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a kind of double-edged sword. And technically, this whole ride is called The High in the Sky Sue's Trolley Train. Yes. So that's the exact name of this. I enjoy this ride as well. It has some really cool views. And again, you're you're up high. It's a simple trolley ride. It's it's very, I guess you would say, a very, very minuscule version of like the people mover in Seuss Landing in terms of like mm -hmm. something that just rides you around to look at stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the line on this is terrible. It is always slow. If it says a 15 minute wait, it's probably 30. Like it's never <laughs> what it says it is. Express is really the only way to do this. And even with Express, you'll wait. Because usually they only run one side of the trains. So I'm kind of torn. Like I hate, I love the ride in terms of what it is, but I hate the whole process of like getting onto it. I think the waiting time and everything is, is always worse. So uh, I'm kind of torn. Where, where would you put this? I said C. C at C? Yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, okay. I would like to put it higher, mm. but again, it's it's not a lot. I, for, I'll put it this way. The wait time doesn't match up with like what the experience is. I like the experience, but it's not worth like typically like 30, 45 minute waits. That was basically why I said, unless you do express, it's right. not. So for that reason, yeah, put it there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, so let's do Dr. Doom's Fearfall. I put, <laughs> I put this, well, I put this at F. I give this a big fat F. And I, I know some people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It just goes up once and then just like slowly falls down like that's it it's like the shortest thing ever it's like a, it's just a carnival ride i know like yeah. i i just i don't know like i I don't, I don't see the huge appeal to it i never write it it's tucked back there where unless you go specifically go back there to write it you would just walk right past it yeah that one in the storm force accelotron and both of these are in like the marvel superhero island they're both kind of tucked back in there. Dr. Doom, for sure. You got to go in a get basically an alley to get to it. It does have a specific name, and I forgot about it. I don't know what it is, but yeah. The alley. Is it called the alley? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know what you're talking about. Yes, it does have a name. I'll, I'll look it up. I can't remember the name. I of forgot, it. but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like heights, and I don't like being dropped from heights. No, so this is like your your enemy ride. It's not. Yeah, it's. I've never ridden it. I have no desire to ride it. So for me, it's just a no as well. So if you okay. agree with that, I'll put it there. All and right, again, I don't feel like this. There's not many people that ever talk about, oh, go check this out. Because again, you, you can ride this at like a state fair. Mm -hmm. it, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of these rides in this land are, are kind of that way. Yeah. But okay. Uh, next one. Let's do. I think I know where we'll put this. The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. This is an S for me. I completely agree. I remember writing this when I first went to Islands of Adventure. I was, uh, I would have been 15. And I remember writing this ride and thinking, oh my gosh, this is uh, incredible. Like, first off, it's Spider Man. Is it amazing? It's a, well, amazing. Adventures. The name implies. <laughs> it's very, and it's still holding. The thing is, it's an older ride. It's over 20 years old mm -hmm. and it still holds up. Mm -hmm. It's a good experience. Uh, I, I agree. I think it's an S tier. It's, doesn't have insane wait times anymore, but it still will get up there. If it's a busy day, this is going to be an hour long wait. Oh yeah, easy. And it's one that easy. I would do. I mean, the the lowest I'd even remotely think about putting this would be A, because it is literally one that we will do every time. 
but it's it's super. It's I agree. Super. I think it's a. I I yeah. put that. Yeah, I think it's a it's S tier for sure. And I I mean I've talked about this before. I was at the soft opening of the park, and it was a ride we got to do multiple times. It stopped multiple times, um, but it was it was it was amazing then. It's amazing now. Um, it. I don't know, like it just, it, it was the, not ahead of its time, but it just, it's held up the test of time, I guess. Well, it's a type of ride Universal is kind of known for is like the yeah. 3D motion simulator and they get knocked for a lot because there's a lot of them and I understand that, but yeah. this one is done the best. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree. All right, next up, let's do Cat in the Hat. So, Cat in the Hat. So I'll just go on, this is in Seuss Landing. This one's tough. So this one doesn't use that much of a wait time, which is a good thing. And it's in Seuss Landing, so again, it's very kid-centric. If it's not being a child, I mean, for me, I put it as a D. That's where I put it. Because like somebody's going to like this. Usually it's children. And as a dark ride goes, it's okay. I mean, it, it's it's got the characteristics of a dark ride. I don't feel like it's as well done as, say, like once you'll find, like say, in Disney World. So in... Yeah, it it looks dated. It's too trippy for me. I mean, definitely it is like <laughs> introducing you to what it would be like to be on acid, perhaps. <laughs> I there's a lot of spinning, um, so that that messes with me a little bit. Um, it it needs a little bit of a refurb. It needs a rehab. It it needs to be painted. It needs to be. There's some things that don't work because we we yeah. ride it a lot, and there's a lot of things that are not working. It just looks dirty. Um, yeah, it kind of does. So I would like to see a little more upkeep with the ride. But, you know, so yeah, D is fine with me. Okay. All right, let's move on to Dudley Do-Right Ripsaw Falls. So this is the water ride that's in um, uh, the comic book section. Toon Lagoon, yeah. sorry. Yes. Um, I, okay, so I would only ride this if it's like 195, 100 degrees outside. Which is the last time you wrote it. Which is the last time really I wrote hot. it. Um, so for me... It's it's either a C or a D, but I would I would just I would never choose to write it on a regular day. Like I'd have to be prepped for it. I which would put it where last time. Kind of where I typically would put water rides, which is C and skippable, because I okay. I agree with you. Unless it's a really hot day, I'm not looking to like get drenched. Yeah. It's well, o- it's okay. I mean, it definitely I could this one is another one that could use a refurb. Right. I mean, speaking of getting drenched, do you want to do the other water ride since we're there? I was going to suggest <laughs> that, which is? Popeye and Bluto's Build Wrap Barges. Um, that we got absolutely soaked on. And again, it was the same day we we did Rips Off Halls. It was the summer, I think. 95 degree day. It felt great, but we all had like bathing suit material clothes on. Oh, I had board shorts on. I yeah, had like a- we were ready. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say, again, skippable because of that reason. Yeah, any water ride I'm going to probably list as, I mean, you know, Splash Mountain, I feel like is like the peak when it comes to a water ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, typically, and like Splash Mountain, you don't always get soaked on. Kind of depends. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah, this one, um, you're the, what's the, uh, what's the full name of it again? Popeye and Bluto's Build Rap okay. Barges. I always get it confused because growing up, going to Silver Dollar City, they the have Lost the River. Lost River, which is yeah. basically this exact same ride, which is the whole purpose is just to get you soaked yeah uh so you're just going to get wet so for that reason i'll put it as skippable because i feel like you have to really want to just get soaked yep not everybody's gonna want to get soaked uh that's true so 
All right. Uh, this one will be interesting, perhaps. Skull Island Reign of Kong, which is a newer attraction. Do you remember what year it opened? I want to say 2019, 2018, something like that. Let me look. That's real what quick. I want to say. It opened 2016. Oh, okay. 2016. July. Um, I, okay, so I put, I don't know. I put this at C, but I also could go B. I also, actually, I'm going to change it to B. I'm going to change it to B. I'm much more likely to put it C or lower. I, okay. This is one of those that they, it's the same thing we talked about with Fast and Furious. It's these tram based, like the screens are on the left and right. You're riding along something. I, I think the attraction is meh at best. So yeah. I would put it as skippable personally. Okay. That's fine. I, I said C originally, yeah. so that's fine. I mean, the the Kong animatronic at the end is cool. Yeah. But it's like the best part of it at the very end. But other than that, it's these again, these tram rides, I, I really wish they would just go away from this. Yeah. And I want I know I know at one point, I'm pretty sure with this ride, it was supposed to be like a trackless ride system initially. But Universal has had issues over the years, for whatever reason, executing uh, trackless ride systems. Hmm. They've actually gone away from them. Okay. So this was one that. So initially, I think this is what this was supposed to be. But yeah, I don't. I don't. This one for me is easily skippable. And it used to be a little scary. They used to have scare actors in the queue. I don't know if you remember that or not. I never experienced that. I did. Yeah. Because I went in there with your mom, mm-hmm. and I was like, I knew they were in there, and I just told her, I was like, if they jump out, you're just like. You're gonna hear me grunt because I put my hands <laughs> in my pockets and everything. But yeah, they used to be in like little uh, corridors. Now the queue is actually kind of interesting. They've got that animatronic like voodoo witch thing in there. Oh yeah. So it does have some cool elements. I just feel like the and it's well themed. Just the ride itself is not worth the weight that you probably typically. Now sometimes it has a higher weight than others, but yeah, so it's yeah. skippable. All right, uh, the Raptor Encounter, Jurassic Park Raptor Encounter. I put this at, I put it at C. I put it at C. I think it's a cool attraction. Um, we first did this when it was, it was brand new. We did it when it was in, like they were testing it. Yeah, it was 2015. Somewhere around there. Yeah, 2015. And it was like, it was before, oh, was it before at right after Jurassic World came out? It was I, close to that. I want to say it was either... Yeah, it was either right after it came out or right before it came out. Yeah, and we thought it was it was awesome. Like the whole, it was the whole thing with like the blue uh, Velociraptor came out and like interacted with you. Mm-hmm. It was just very, it was just very cool. Um, I originally put it at C as skippable. I don't know. If it's one of those. What I just wouldn't. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't do it every time. It depends on. Yeah, it depends on if you've done it before. I mean, it's. Now, there's been times when we've done it where I guess for whatever reason the the dinosaurs are working, they have like the baby version of it. Which is essentially the a puppet. Right. You know. That's kind of lame when they have that. <laughs> that is. I get like we've done that both ways. So yeah. when they have the bigger one, like it's it makes for a good picture. Uh-huh. And it's and you know, yeah. kids are kinda of freaked out by it. Yeah. you know, I will say this. I think we put it at mid because we have nothing so far in mid. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I don't like, I wouldn't say skippable because it, it is a cool thing, especially if you like dinosaurs and stuff. 
Yeah. But I don't think it. I I don't think it's something that I would seek out to do like every time for sure. Okay. I mean, I say that because we don't. True. We don't. We don't do it every time. So okay, yeah, I'll put it in B. That's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Next one. Let's do Pteranodon flyers, which you've never done. <laughs> no, I have. Well, you have. Yeah, I've done this like two or three times with our with our daughter. Oh, I thought you hadn't done it. Okay. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it multiple times. I'm not a fan of it. Okay. Um. Now this is one where you have to have a child, so it's like one adult, one child, or two children technically could. Um. Yeah, the the parameters to ride are very interesting. So you have to have a child that's at least 36 inches tall. And I think it's the max height is 50, 56 inches, 54 inches, something like that. And then you have to have an adult riding with you or a child that's between (laughs) something like uh, 50 inches. And I don't know what it is. It's interesting. Like you just you can't ride like two little kids by themselves. Um, you have to have an adult and a and a kid present, or a, an older child and a kid present. Anyway, you can't have two adults either, and it's interesting. Slow loading. There's no express line, but it is a very it's very cool views from above because it's like you're flying through Jurassic Park area in a herky jerky manner. I will say it doesn't make it doesn't make Jared feel very safe up there. Well, it does the artificial like it's banking turns. Mm-hmm. And none of the, this ride just isn't smooth. Like when it stops, it's not smooth. Like it it will just slam to a stop. Uh it, so it's it's okay. Yeah. But I think the reason for the weight the thing is it's a weight issue because I think when adults were able, adults used to be able to ride this and I think the Long weight stuff time ago. it was yeah. causing issues so they changed it for that reason. So um <sighs> I think there's a I think there's a strange I should say strange there's a a niche group of people that love this ride like because I know there's people all the time that are like they would if someone says oh I don't want to ride it they're like all right I'll ride it with your kid like the people want to oh yeah like they for whatever reason I don't care for this ride personally <laughs> but I don't think it's like an F oh, uh, it's either so like what are you giving I, it's like a C or a D to me I mean kids okay. probably like it quite a bit. Depending on your child. I I don't know. Personally, I would give it a B or a C. You give it a B or a C? Mm-hmm. Because it's unique. It's yeah. a unique ride. Um, it's It feels very exclusive, again, because not everybody can ride it. Um, I mean, for that reason, the wait times usually aren't too bad because not depends, a lot of people... that can, it, it can depend, but sometimes it's not terrible because not a ton of people can ride it. Yeah, and there's literally two cast, uh, not cast members, team members that are standing there right before you can even get in line, and they and they're like making sure that there's not two adults going because a lot of people don't yeah. know that you just can't go. Now, one thing I will say I don't like about this is that it does exit you into Camp Jurassic, which I loathe as a play area. Right. There's just so many places for your kid to get lost in there, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you think it's a B. I mean, I would put it at a B or a C. Okay. And do a C. I feel like most people would say B. I'll put it at B. Okay. I don't think personally I would put it there, but I'll, I'll compromise for our list. I mean, those views. Those views. It does there. have unique views if that's something you like. I just, my mm-hmm. whole thing is just so herky-jerky. herky-jerky. But it is an older ride, so yeah. there is that. All right, uh, Jurassic Park River Adventure. I'm realizing there's a lot more Jurassic Park rides than I thought there were. There's a lot of Jurassic Park stuff. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I put this at... Okay, so I put this at C. Because it's a water ride. 
I would agree with that. Like, I like this ride a lot. I do. Um, if it wasn't, if it was just a regular drop and it wasn't, had didn't have water in it, I would put it at B. But because of the water factor, I, I just put it at C. Yeah. I feel like that's a fair place, at least for us, that's a fair place to put water rides. I mean, all of our water rides are in C. So yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm, it's not, yeah. Just, it, a lot of it depends <laughs> on where you go and stuff. But, I mean, it does yeah. have the cool T Rex effect, you know, when you, he comes at you and you dive under and stuff like that. But yeah, for me, I mean, I'm not big on water rides necessarily and I don't like big drops, but I mean, it's more intense than say like a splash mountain is. Oh, for sure. It's got a bigger drop there, but I would say C is a good place to put it. So, okay. All right. Uh, Harry Potter and the forbidden journey. So this one was hard for me because I can't, I can't ride this anymore. I've tried my best. <laughs> I have tried taking all the medicine I need to take and I just, I just can't do it. Uh, it makes me too motion sick. I think it's an amazing ride. I love it. I just, I just can't ride it. But I did put it at B because the queue is so good. I feel like it's got a lot of elements going for it that were pretty great. So when this, when this was introduced, this thing was really a long way to get on. Obviously. Should it be an A though for like most well, people? To me, it's either S or A. Now I do think it okay. has, it has gone down a peg or two as time has gone on it, like this ride has not aged the best I, don't, I, th- I think it's okay i'm not saying badly i just think it's aged the best in terms of like a lot of people get motion sickness yeah. issues with it yeah it is it's gotten a little jerkier than i remember yeah. i still think again you're going through hogwarts it, it's a the theming of it's fantastic there's so many cool elements to it like for me like okay i say a see i'm tempted to go s or a okay i say a then I say A. You think A? Yeah. Because I said B. You said S or A. Let's just do A. Okay. Let's do A. I mean, I think it's fair because I, I think it is a... Yeah. The only... Re- one reason I say age is like the some of the the video elements like aren't HD. Well... They look a, like they could be upgraded a bit and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, it's still a very, very cool, unique ride. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do... This one's going to be you again. Jurassic Park, or excuse me, Jurassic World Velocicoaster. So I think this is the best roller coaster in Orlando. I mean, I feel like, I mean, not having ridden this, I feel like you have to put this in S, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I feel like if we don't put it in S, we're going to have like people with pitchforks after us because... Some people were a little confused on when we did our list before. Like, yeah. Because obviously Universal is kind of strange. Like there's Universal Studios Park. Right. And then there's Universal Studios Resort. Right. And people were like, where's Velocicoaster? It's like, like that's island. Like that's we're going to do one. that next. So, um, Yeah. It's definitely between S or A. I don't know. Because it's very intense. It's an intense roller coaster. And I, I again, because of my limitations with my motion sickness, I can't ride it every time I go. Um but I would like to. I don't as know. a ride itself, do you think it's I, and as I mean everything from you've said and other people have said so good. I feel like people that love roller coasters love this ride. I mean, of the newer <sighs> attractions they've done, this is one of the best ones in terms of like I feel like people okay always talk about. Can we have it. more than two in the S column? Yeah, you can have as many. Yeah, there's okay. no limit. All right, okay, then I'll put it at S. I'll put it at S for sure. Then okay, yeah, because we have like three or four. Yeah, that's fine. One. Okay, so I'll put that at S. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, next one. Flight of the Hippogriff, which is a children's coaster over in Hogsmeade. 
Um, you know, because of our daughter, I would say A or B. Um, I think if we're going to put it, I would say a B would, I mean, if we're not going to put it in skippable, because it could fall into skip, but it depends. If you have children, obviously, if you don't have children, I mean, I guess if you don't like roller coasters, it's a very introductory level roller coaster. But sometimes the wait for this can be kind of high if you don't have Express. Right. Which can go against it. And it's very short. I mean, it's like, how long is it? 30 seconds? Uh, At most. I, well, maybe a little more than that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's themed cool. Again, it's Harry Potter stuff. So I feel like B or C. Okay. What do you lean? I for? would say B. I just say B, because I mean, we do tend to go on it a lot. I mean, we do, but again, we also have a seven-year-old who likes it. But I, <laughs> I guess we put the cab out here. Uh, B for children. I mean, it could be for kids. It may be an A, but oh, if you don't have a. kids, you probably don't have much of a, you know, a desire to really ride this. Okay, B or C then. I, I I'll go leave it up to you. I'll leave it at B for now and see how see how it sets on me. Sometimes I do that. Okay. But all right. Uh, all right. Let's talk. Well, we already talked about last week Hogwarts Express. We put that at S. So I feel like that's we already. Did. Uh, I don't want to put that at S. I put it at A. Well, we put it at S last time. But it going, it's going in a different direction. Well, it's the same thing though, right? I mean, it's a different story. So you want to classify them differently? Well, there's I, there's more attractions that I would give S's to over here in the islands. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I would put it at A because we tend to write it every time. Well, it's also a, me- a method of transportation to get you to the other park. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. I mean, we put it in the S and the other one. We put it in A here because I th- I do like it better if we're rating like which way to go. I do think the experience is better coming from studio side. Yeah. Because you got King's Cross and all that stuff like that. Yeah. So I do think that is more immersive and better versus coming over here to Islands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's still great. It's still great. Again, if you're a Harry Potter fan, it's something that's really <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Let's do one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. We almost um, need to do this as like kids and no kids. No, it's good. We're fine. Well, I, I'm just <laughs> saying in general, these tier lists, because obviously yeah. like this is going to be very heavy for like kids. Um, I I put this one at... I put this one at D. I kind of agree putting it at someone will like it being kids. Mm-hmm. I put it at D because I don't like the surprise. You might get wet factor. That's true. Or I'm like, I don't really want to get wet. I know that's the ride and everything. And it's it's just, it's it's Dumbo. And sometimes you follow the fish. directions. like Because in this one, they'll tell you like. The what song. You, you have to know what color of the fish go, you're in. Go up, up, up. Yeah. And they'll say like red fish, blue fish. And mm-hmm. so, sometimes when you follow it, you still get wet. <laughs> so sometimes they're just lying. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I would put it at D. All right, we write we write it frequently, but not by choice. This is true. <laughs> All right, Carousel, which is the carousel Carasusel. in Seuss Landing. So I will say that again, this is very much dependent on kids. If you don't have children, I suppose some people will ride this. Kids love carousels, like it's like catnip for kids. Catnip for kids. So. I would put this at B. I mean, I personally... No. Not for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, okay. We're talking for me personally. I mean, I guess we put it at C. Like, obviously, like, I don't want to ride a carousel, but I ride it for our kids. 
Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about, the classifications here. Like some rides are like, obviously, if you have children, you're going to end up doing this. If you don't, yep. you're just going to skip this. So I suppose yep. we could put it as skippable. Oh, this is very skippable for me. I mean, me. it's unique as a merry-go-round or a, a carousel. Um, it is funny when it slows down, the, the music goes bleep, 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 like it slows down yeah. with you. And typically, I mean, there's, I don't think we've waited more than like 15 minutes for this ride. Mm-hmm. So you usually don't have a lot of wait time for this, which does go for it. So which is good. So yeah. All right. We'll put it at C. Okay. All right. The last one on our list, and people may be thinking, wait a minute, you haven't included a big one. And this would be the big one here, which would be Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. This is a firm S for me. Firm. Completely agree. It's the best. It, for me, it is is the best roller coaster I've ever been on. And again, I'm not a huge roller coaster person. And I think it's the best ride. Like it's mm-hmm. it's thrilling. It tells a story. Mm-hmm. It's a theming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I I love it. Yeah, I know. I and I always said Velocicoaster. I think is best roller coaster. I really do. But I think Hagrid's is more more my favorite, like themed wise, like you said. It's more entertaining for me. I like more elements of it than I do Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster is just very smooth, does a lot of cool tricks and stuff. But Hagrid's, like you said, tells a story. And like I'm in the Harry Potter world there and I love it. So it's even got a drop in it. Yeah. And it's more tame, you know, so I I could definitely ride that more than I could ride Velocicoaster. Well, it doesn't so, go upside down, but it is fast. It's fa- it's yeah. qu- it's quicker than you if you've never ridden this. It's it's quicker than you anticipate. The ride vehicle is cool. Yeah, you got a sidecar and a, so many good things. You're on a motorcycle. It's got the sound effects. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I. And there's great. a reason why it still doesn't accept Express Pass. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like when, not right there. <laughs> when did this open? Hag- uh, 2019. 2019. Yep. So yeah, all these years later, it's still. Yep. It's not. It's not a. Uh, you know, I'd be surprised. I would, I would give it two more years. Maybe two more years and it'll it'll get the express. Maybe. Yeah. Well, how, what year? Let's see. They just it, recently did the um, Forbidden Journey, didn't they? Forbidden Journey. It was 2017, I believe, when it got express. Is that right? Because um, it opened in 2010, and I believe it was 2017. Whenever they they gave express passes for that because until before then, and even for Hagrid's the lines get so incredibly long. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it looks like 2017. I was right. Hey, good, good memory. Awesome. Me. Good job. So basically had a seven year run without express pass. So we could, if if that's holds true for Hagrid's, we'll be looking at 20. Yeah. Like a year or two. Yeah. Did you know that Hogsmeade opened on your birthday? In 2010. Um, Wait, no, it was Diagon Alley. I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if I knew that, but okay. Yeah. We share a birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to us. I don't get anything free when I go in there my birthday, though. No. Sorry. Maybe if I tell them. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) All right. So that is all of the attractions. I think we have finished our tier list. Jared, do you want to review what we put for each tier? Sure. We have in our S tier, we have the amazing, amazing adventure. How do you say that right? Now? The amazing adventures of Spider-Man. We have the amazing adventures of Spider-Man, Velocicoaster, and Hagrid's. The A category, which is the ride every time. We have Hulk when it was at its peak for Jamie, because <laughs> now she can't ride it. But uh, Forbidden Journey and Hogwarts Express. 
In the B category, which is mid, we have the Raptor Encounter, Pterodon Flyers, and Flight of the Hippogriff. In the C category, which is for skippable, we have the Trolley Ride in Seuss Landing. We have Ripsaw Falls. We have the Barges. What's the name of it? Bilge Rat Barges. We have the Bilge Rat Barges. There is the Reign of Kong. We have the Jurassic Park River Adventure, and we have Carasusel. And then in D, someone will like it. We have Cat in the Hat, One Fish, Two Fish, and the Storm Force Accelerator. Accelatron. Accelatron, excuse me. And the F, which is just no, just just no, no, is the Doctor Doom free, what do you call it, free fall. Basically, Fearfall. Fearfall. Doctor yeah. Doom, Fearfall. So that yeah. is our list. So yeah. So what do you think? You think we did good? Uh, I'm I'm curious if we're gonna get. I don't think we'll get as much hate on social media from this one. Again, this is all opinion based, so you're always yep. gonna get hate. Hey, and saying we're not gonna get as much hate on social media is probably like a funny thing because like you could come out and say like, oh, it's nice out today, and you're gonna get hate on social media. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if people will disagree. I have a feeling some people will probably take slight at say like tear it on flyers because again some of these rides have like these cult followings to them yeah but maybe. i don't feel like but again e, i think the biggest beef with our last one was where we put et yes and someone was really upset that we put hogwarts express high they were very they upset. were very upset about that and multiple I'm like, comments i'm like we we can like a ride y'all i'm like this is obviously like an opinion-based thing so really feel is. free to do your own <laughs> Yeah, stick it, sure. stick it to us and stick it in the F category if you want to. Whatever you want to do. Absolutely. So. Yeah. If so if you agree or disagree with what we what we put in our each of our categories, uh, join us social media. We are on uh, Captain Magic Community on Facebook. If you want to join that, we're also on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. We either cap the magic on everywhere except for TikTok. We're capture the magic. And uh, where else can we find us? <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube? YouTube. We yeah. have the podcast episodes over at CTM Podcast. Just the podcast stuff over there. Mm -hmm. And then the main YouTube channel, Cap the Magic, is where we'll, uh, we'll have a Epic Universe construction update this week. And then we'll have some, you know, what is Epic Universe? How big is it going to be? And all this stuff coming, you know, coming out as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Thursdays, the Disney uh, podcast that we do. And that's Jared and I, we just talk about Disney stuff on there, basically. And uh, we've got Trip Tales, which is once a month. And I will have a new episode coming out in a couple weeks. If you want to be on the show, you can go to ctmtriptales.com to sign up over there. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Any additional content over there in ctmvip.com. Yes, absolutely. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. Thank you, Jared, for being here. You're quite welcome. Thank you for uh, being the facilitator of the list. The S tier collector. <laughs> yes. Distributor. Yes. One of those. That's it. Yeah. And uh, as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.